Hi everyone, I'm Zoe and welcome or welcome back to another episode. Today we will be talking about the importance of learning to be independent early on in a person's life. We will discuss how different parenting styles can change people's perspective in life as well. Okay. I'm Zoe. I'm Jude. This is Matt. Have you guys heard about soft parenting? Soft parenting? I have I not. I have. So the definition of soft parenting... Soft parenting is when you are... You don't really like get angry at the child much and you kind of use like a like how you talk to babies in a way you basically baby them you don't like really discipline them either yeah. you kind of just have a heart to heart even if it's a four-year-old that just like stab their mom exactly yeah what dude said how do i say this because back in the day like back 1800s if your kid misbehaved or even thought about misbehaving, you could, like, beat them with a wooden pole. Yeah. So, also, within, like, different cultures, they still, like, do that. And I have to say... Asian parents. Yes, exactly. So, being raised with Asian parents, I'd say that, like, affected me, I think, Mm. and it actually made me more disciplined. Yeah, like, I'm not Asian, so I, I wouldn't know about that specifically. But what I do know is further in the past... In everywhere in the world, really, they discipline their kids a lot harder, like physically, they just pretty much beat them. But now, as the times are changing, people are more understanding and, in a way, more soft, which is not a bad thing. You know, beating kids is somewhat a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as the times change, so does parenting. So, this style, I guess, is the more modern way. But would it spoil the child, is my question. I think, to a certain extent, yes. I think you can't. It's. This sounds random, but if you have a prisoner, you can't just punish them for being bad. You also have to reward them for being good. There has to be good and bad. So if you want to reform a prisoner, punishment and reward is what you want. And same with a child or a dog or really anything. Yeah. How would you describe your guys' parenting style? Like growing up? Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, I think my mom was basically the one parenting me more than my dad. Mm -hmm. And so with that, she didn't really use much soft parenting. And I think that kind of helped me grow. And also as like the oldest child, it kind of made me more independent in a way. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jude? I don't come from any Asian heritage, so I don't have any of that experience. But what I do have is my dad, he works a lot more. It's not like he's like never there, but he works full time because he's quite high up in the company. My mom, she's lucky enough to be able to work from home because um, because of COVID, the company was able to like pretty much just have all of the workers work from home. So she goes in once a week. So she was always like the softer parent, I guess, but it's not like she didn't, you know. Discipline you. Discipline or get mad. Mm-hmm. But my dad definitely, I I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but the, I guess he's the quote man of the house right so he, he tends to be a little harder but he's still a good guy and there's still I guess reward and punishment right yeah what about you Matt so for me as like when I'm younger I get disciplined a lot by my parents but as I grow up and get more mature they become like more softer and less strict to me I'm a middle child mm. you know they say like middle child they don't get like much attention right? uh, yeah, no, is that true that is true. Really? I'm, that is. I'm the oldest child because I have a I have okay. a younger sister yeah. and that's it. So as an oldest child, uh, I don't know. I I don't feel like I'm getting 
like no attention. No attention. No, it's no, like there's only two, so it's like both ends of the spectrum, right? It's like the youngest and oldest. So. Okay, for me, I have two other siblings, so sometimes we do have to fight, or I see that my sisters like are like fighting for my parents' attention more. Yeah. For me, me and my sister, like we actually do fight, not as much as we used to. Like more, now, it's more just like verbally, like it, it, we're, we're quite mean to each other because we're like only two years in age, like apart. So it's like back in the day though we still have full-on like brawls like yeah. i remember a few years ago we were just sitting in my room playing and then i i don't know i probably called her a name or something because i kind of suck like that when it comes to siblings so so then she starts hitting me and so i start hitting her and it's like a full-out fight and my mom has to like separate us and we got grounded and that was like a week before we got our dog so like <laughs> my mom's like are you really gonna like behave like this when we have a dog and we're like absolutely not we're gonna be wonderful children and now we have a nice aggressive dog <laughs> would you guys say that the way that your parents raised you were different than the way that they raised your siblings because uh, since there's not much of an age gap it's not like they like matured mm-hmm. i guess or like got like old and wrinkly no it was just like they were raising us at pretty much the same time just at a slightly different pace but i feel like me and my sister we both have accomplishments when like we we can cover this later but we both have our accomplishments that make us like not valuable children that sounds bad but when it comes to parents comparing trophy shelves we each have our own things in different aspects Mm -hmm. so i think it was the somewhat same parenting style but it wasn't um I wouldn't call it soft parenting, though, but I, I wouldn't call it exactly with you with a stick parenting either. What about you, Matt? Do you feel like your parents raised the kids differently, especially as a middle child, so yeah, you get to see both Yeah, my older brother, so I have a brother and a younger sister, right? What's the age gap? Five years apart from my older brother and nine oh. years from my younger sister. Oh, so definitely. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's down 16. So, anyways, uh, so my mom is really strict on my brother, so she would, like, looks his report card like care about his education and stuff like that but to me she doesn't even look at my report card do you think that's because you're the middle child or there's a i don't know that she's just going extra hard on the oldest one because you're like reflecting on what you have to say my mom literally does not care about me like at all like she doesn't care about my academics and i like i feel like i should be more how do i say this i feel like uh she should be there more for me academically because she's always there for my siblings exactly which is so different yeah like my sister she does really well in school i don't i'm passing but yeah they don't go hard on me because of like grades which i'm very thankful for because they i guess they know i'm more of like an artistic person they um like i said the whole trophy part on my behalf is like getting into being arts they're still flexing about that like two years later (laughs) yeah we're flexing though so like do i really like care if they check my report card I don't really know, but it makes me more independent. I have to work on my report card for myself, not them, right? Yeah, yeah. that is not true. Not them for myself. Mm. And yeah, I think it's a good thing, but also a bad thing. Do you think you were parented the same way, though? Because there's quite a lot of like, no, years between no. them. No. Like, how would you describe your older brother's parenting, yours, and your, your sister's. little sister's? So my brother, he wants to get good grade, not for himself, not for his learning, but for my parents for the family for the family so definitely that would be like harder parenting Mm -hmm. and my sister she's like you know like 
princess treatment. Oh, get everything. yeah. Since we don't have like a youngest sibling, or I guess past my sister, and since we're so close um, in age, my dog is like the little princess. I swear to, oh my god, this man, he, some days my mom will leave the fireplace on because we have like an electric one just for him to sit in front of. That is funny. We call him a pretty princess because <laughs> <laughs> he like whines and cries so much. He's just, oh my god, he's so whiny, but he's adorable. When it comes to the different siblings, there's obviously pressures on each of them. I've never been able to really stick to one extracurricular activity. The longest one I did was like martial arts. That was maybe like three and a half to four years I did wow. that. Um, so I, I probably still won't beat you in a fight because I'm very skinny, but I can like mentally do so. No, I can't, I'm done. So I, I kind of stuck to that for a while, but I just couldn't really stick to anything. But my sister, her like prize thing other than her grades is she's like really good at swimming. And so, like, my parents are not hard on her for that, but they, they're, they're like, kind of pressuring her to, you know, keep going. What about you guys? Do you feel any pressure between your siblings and your extracurricular activities? To be honest, the only thing kind of pressuring me is the fact that my sister is more academically smarter than me. Like, she's gifted and, you know. Um, and so I'd say that's the only thing that's really is me. Otherwise, my parents don't really have that high expectations for me to do things outside of school. So you guys know like the Asian stereotype, like doctors, lawyers. So I'm not, I'm not legally allowed to talk. I'll just stay quiet. Let's leave your mic. Yeah, I'll just sit. Right, so there's a reason for that. So really, when our parents was like our age, mm-hmm. their dream was to become like doctors, lawyers, to you know get out of you know poverty yeah. and stuff, like, stuff like that. And when they grew up, they didn't get a chance for that privilege mm-hmm. and now they as we go older and they see us they want to like push their yeah. dream onto yeah. us yeah, yeah. That's i've cool. heard of that yeah, yeah i've never heard of that either what? it's yeah. not the first not time yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah i always yeah no like when my mom was growing up she wanted to be a nurse just like my grandma was um but she's never like forced nurse on any of us so well, like you're not asian so it doesn't apply to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait no i can't say anything <laughs> But yeah, what about you guys? Do you have you ever felt pressures because of quote failed careers? Well, for me, my parents don't really. I feel like they're not the like stereotypical Asian parents. But if you were to go back a generation, like my grandparents, then they would have higher expectations for me. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Do you get any pressure or any of your siblings to pursue doctors or lawyers? To be honest, I'm kind of free. Mm-hmm. They don't really care about me. I just, no, I can do anything I want. The middle child, yeah. yeah, no, I feel like I'm very grateful for, like, my parents. They don't really have that judgment part, right? They're more than happy to let me pursue film, which is what I want to do. And, yeah, and I mean, it's not, it's not like it's a bad thing on the trophy shelf to say that your son is a director, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moving on to independence. So talking about independence, what are some tips that can help a person become more independent? Like, in what sense? Like, from their parents and their family? Like, assuming while they're still a minor? Yeah. Um, hmm. What would you say as you brought up the question? Okay, let's speak for ourselves now. So, in this age where we're, like, 14, 15, 16, what are some tips that you put towards yourself in order to become more independent? I want to add that as an oldest, I can say that I feel I have to be more independent and I feel my mom also wants me to be more independent 
like a lot more where I have to kind of be responsible for a lot of different things and that also includes finance sometimes when I have to like kind of pay for my own stuff things like that and like transportation I have to you know figure that out myself too and I feel like that has made me so much more independent yeah the oldest child I kind of just I don't know if it's like a, a dude thing but I just had this urge to shut everyone out and just be like this alpha independent I just want to prove myself because my parents had harder upbringings than me and I want to prove that I'm not just this soft 21st century kid I just want to prove that I'm like more than that wait so they they treat you like a baby no no I'm not saying that but I want to prove that like you can you have like so much more potential you I have more potential like, yeah. I want to show that I can be independent because I don't want to fully rely on them right but they don't make me pay for my own clothes but that's mainly because I never go clothes shopping so mm-hmm. it's like a pity like here just take the money just get something yeah but I feel like in that sense of pity it also makes me feel bad because I'm like damn because it's more than just clothes shopping right like sometimes I can have friend group struggles and whatnot and you know there's like a bit of pity there which is fair so to be more independent I have to put myself on the street really yeah do you feel like you rely on your parents more than your siblings do uh no I I mean my yeah my siblings rely on my parents a lot okay and I don't really rely on my parents Okay. Yeah. What What do you mean by put yourself on the street? Are you gonna like join a gang or something? No, I have to like find my own job. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, mean, no one's gonna find a yeah, job yeah. for you. <laughs> uh, find my own tutor. Okay. Um. Wait. Because you can like prove to them that like even though you don't care about my grades, I yeah. do, and I got a tutor. Yeah. And I'm paying for it, so. That's actually great. It's kind of up to me, but I have this like constant urge to be validated and people to feel proud of me. So by doing stuff like this, hopefully, I'd have that. So on the streets, I mean, like, you go outside, you don't stay at home, you don't rely on your parents. And, for example, like, volunteering, I have to find my own volunteering. And I don't know if all people, but their parents, they do everything for them. I know, yeah. Yeah, do your parents do everything for you? No, like, not at all. Yeah. I mean, me and my sister do the chores around the house, but, I mean, I think that's a fair payment. You know, parents are the ones paying for the house, so we do all the little little jobs in there. It's not like we kind of sit on our ass all day. Well, at least I do most of the time because it's kind of how I be. But I still like to get things done. I want to feel at least proud of myself. That's great. Why don't we shift that to gentle parenting versus a taste of the real world? Um, so kind of like what Matt said with being on the streets, I think, yeah. is what he means. And I feel like all of us here are kind of faced with a taste of the real world like parenting right yeah and that kind of makes us more independent as individuals how would the outcome of gentle parenting be when you get that gentle parenting you're usually thinking of like a middle class or like wealthy family so let's just say middle class for the sake of this because it was wealthy obviously they grow up and they just have the money and don't have to work yeah but if it's like a place where they do have to work how do you guys think that would turn out like what jobs would they get what challenges would they face I was talking to my grandpa or grandma the other day, and we were talking about one of her friend's sons, and he already graduated, got a degree, but he realized that he didn't actually want that degree, and I think growing up, he actually kind of had gentle parenting, and that resulted in him being really reliant on his mom. So he lives in, like, his mom's apartment that she bought. Um literally does not get a job because he doesn't want to he didn't actually like the degree and i feel like 
that kind of makes me feel so sad because it was like someone's life just completely wasted. Yeah, he went and studied for this degree and he, I'm assuming he put in all of his work and probably got good grades, um, but then he just didn't like it. Like, yeah. He's stuck with his parent. And yeah, like I don't want to yeah. live with my parents. Obviously now I do, I, it's kind of better than a cardboard box, but I want to just make them proud and just have my own place. I just yeah there's something just so like freeing about just having your own place yeah. however high the vancouver rent is it's probably just nice to have your own and with gentle parenting i feel like that kind of made him i want to say like a little spoiled in a way yeah, because exactly. he didn't want to actively go out and find another job instead yeah. he decided to just waste his whole like rest yeah. of his life like yeah. he has options to go out and seek any job but because he has this degree he thinks oh i already have this degree this is enough for me yeah this is accomplished right yeah because if he really wanted to he could go back and get another degree right but as well as that i feel like if you're gonna gentle parent and not punish you shouldn't reward them because then if you reward and don't punish there's a middle ground where the kid's feeling fine they do something bad they're still feeling fine they do something good they feel good so the only emotions they know with parent is like fine, okay, neutral, and good. There's no bad. So when they're even just something small and minute when they're no longer under their parents' roof, that's going to be the end of the world for them. So you need to balance it. Yeah. I want to say that gentle parenting actually does come with like consequences as well. Except yeah. I feel like the parents are just more patient with the child, which I would never be able to do. I feel like I'm like such an impatient person. I wouldn't be able to talk them through as to what they did wrong and, you know, not, like, literally lash out at them. Yeah. For me, I'm quite empathetic. I most of the times put myself on the line to help others, so I feel I could communicate that with a kid. Maybe that would get me in trouble because, like, I'm still going out of my way to be nice and help them. But at the end of the day, I think everyone has their own choice when it comes to parenting, and how you do it is how you do it. But that's kind of just been us talking about it and i think that's a good place to wrap it up yeah thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast and i believe our website is up right it is so if you want to go check that out i I believe it's linked in our instagram bio so go check it out we're going to keep working on it because obviously it needs some polishing and if you see any bugs or anything glitching please just like reach out and let us know via our email dms but yeah thank you guys for watching and we'll see you next week or we won't have a nice spring break and see you in two Five weeks. We will discuss how different parenting styles can change people's perception. It's okay, we can start over. It's fine. Just just start over. Also, make sure to introduce yourself. Also, speak a little bit louder. You don't have to lean forward like that. Just like this. You can change. I can't read. You can change people's perspectives in life as well. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Okay. You get taxed, basically. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, money's money, so... Money is money. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Who, who is that? I want to know who... Oh, my God. I see you in the reflection. Who is that Republican or conservative guy? So I'm in the reflection of one of the... Who has it? No, why would you just interrupt that? Imagine we're actually in the middle of a good conversation. Oh, I'm so mad right now.